The time is now. Every moment counts. Your voice, your decision, and who you are matters. Take a minute. Breathe. You are a part of history. So join the community and let's build something great. Montgomery County Community College. Your future starts here. Okay, now start singing. right kiss army you wanted the best and you got it i am matt porter and we are live in the kiss room broadcasting directly to you from montgomery county community college there's a lot going on and we have a jam-packed show planned for you today we'll be kicking it off with a call from eric Tato rocks car live from the indianapolis kiss expo and because april 27th is ace fraley's birthday why don't we listen to a track featuring ace and eric carr Crank it up, people. You're in the Kiss Room on Monco Radio, where music and minds meet.
kiss room. Big finish, nice. Now look, it's uh, we're just after three o'clock here on a Friday. I'm shot out of a cannon. I got all the microphones opened up because we got from Rock the Nation. I got Vin Pagelis, who is Gene. Yeah. Justin Bowski, who is Peter. Yep. And John Morris, who is Ace. Hi, Curly. Hey, Curly. <laughs> we got Bobby Dreyer. Of course, yeah. everybody was here for during Ham. And, and on the phone, we should have Eric Tato Rock's car on his way to the Indianapolis Kiss Expo right now. Tato Rock's, you there? I'm here, man. Fantastic. Look at that. Coming in live in 3D. So groovy. I dig me. Where are you at? Are you on your way? I am technically about an hour away. Uh, I'm sitting at a little pull-off uh, point here. I don't want to be, like, breaking up going down the road, you know. So, um, you know, safety first when going to the Kiss Expo, <laughs> you know. That's awesome. Well, so, of we course, we don't want to hear that Detroit Rock City thing going on, man. Look, what everybody's talking about is right. the Indianapolis Kiss Expo. Eric Tato Rock's car is on his way. It's at the Wyndham Indianapolis West out in Indianapolis. And we're going to have special guests Eric Singer, Bruce Kulik, Bob Kulik, and Eric Tato Rock's car. Give us a preview. What kind of stuff are you going to have available? I tell you what, we're going all out this year. Um, we got anything from the bobbleheads to uh, the drumsticks, picks, uh, awards that we're going to be selling, uh, some personal artwork from Mr. Eric Carr himself. And, I mean, just a lot, you know, a ton of stuff. I mean, T-shirts, you name it, we'll probably have it. So... And that's at the official Eric Carr booth. Now, of course, anybody that, that goes is. by, the one thing that we wanted to make sure people know is that at the Eric Carr table, you will have Kiss Room and Podkiss buttons. And look, you can hand them out to anybody who wants them. I want to see pictures of people with you. I want to see that's pictures right. of people with their buttons, all of them having the best time. I'm sure Lisa Burgoon will be there helping you. She can help hand that's them out. right. You yeah. know, a lot of people, I'm sure, want to get a button from Eric Tatarock's car. But they might also like right. to get a picture with Lisa. So it's, uh, you know. Well, you know, we do have the beautiful and attractive Lisa Bergoon there. Um, now, she does give me my 20 bucks for saying that. but <laughs> um, And we're also going to have Lori G, who helps me at the New Jersey Kiss Expo. She's flying out right now on a United flight. Wow. So so rumors. So I wish her the best of luck on that. Well, look, hopefully but, everybody's wearing their body armor and their kiss makeup. That's right. But, um, you know, both two lovely ladies that uh, would probably do a picture. But, I mean, I I'm a guy in the makeup. So, I mean, hopefully there's some people, or at least some females, that want to get a picture taken with me, you know. <laughs> right. But we will have the uh, kiss room and the podcast buttons. And, um, you know, anybody that comes around, you're going to get them. And uh, I'm going to have a couple minions walking around handing these things out because the most important thing at a KISS Expo, we want everybody there to know about the KISS room and podcast. That's very important. That's fantastic. And obviously, you're going to have all the best Eric Carr stuff. I mean, obviously, the Indie Expo right. is really one of the fantastic ones. Um, shout out to Keith LaRue. I mean, he works for KISS, but he's also a yep. KISS fan, and he's one of the guys that really is putting that on. And, uh, you know, obviously, these things happen because people support them. you got to go out and see it. So you got to go out. you got to say hello to Eric Singer, Bruce Kulik, Bob Kulik, and Eric Tato Rock's car, all at the Indianapolis KISS Expo this weekend. 
That's right. We're going to cool. be there. It's, it's like a big family reunion. You know, everybody's accepted. Uh, even Aunt Patty that makes the terrible <laughs> fruitcake at Christmas time. You know, <laughs> we're all there for one reason. We're all there to support Kiss and, uh, you know, just keep the ball rolling. Plus, speaking of expos, let me get this in real quick. June 10th, New York, Kiss yes. Expo with Peter Chris. Yeah! Um, we're going to be doing something very special. That's ericcar.com is going to be doing something very, very special. We're going to be previewing something, showing it, getting it out. This is a first-time thing. Um, it's going to be something really, really nobody wants to miss this because it's a vision finally coming true, and that's about all I can say without getting my head ripped off by the boss. But um, anybody that's coming, you're, go- you're in for a big treat. We're going to have... Um, Two guests helping reveal this, and uh, four buddies of mine are going to be stopping around. So I have a I'll, feeling anybody that really has followed EricCar.com and has yeah. followed Eric Tatarock's car can probably figure what that is. But we'll let people go to New York City and find out. Now, I will be there. I'm not sure if we're going to yeah. be broadcasting live or if I'm going to just be there as a fan because I haven't heard back from them yet. I asked them if it would be possible to get a table, some Wi-Fi, and a little bit of power. But yeah, you know, I haven't heard anything yet. So it's, uh, but I would like to. I definitely, I ha- I'm going to talk about it more as we go into the show. I did get my tickets for the New York City Landmark Tour with Peter Chris. Kind of cool. couldn't pass that up. I'm really looking forward to it. I think it's going to be a blast. So, and and the, the cool thing about that, Matt, is if you buy an extra ticket. Now these these tickets aren't out yet, but if you get this this special ticket. You can actually have lunch at McDonald's with Tato Rock. <laughs> if we buy Eric Tato Rock's car uh, a McDonald's hamburger, he'll eat it with you, right? That, that's right. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Well, thanks All a million, right. Todd. All right, sounds good. Have Bob a safe trip. I want to see a lot of pictures. I want to see all the people. Tag me back in the Kiss Room. Post them in the Kiss Room group with Eric Tato Rock's car. Have a safe trip out there, pal. All right, we'll catch everybody soon. Talk yeah. to you soon, buddy. Later. See Bye. you. All right, we're going to go into a song. Thanks, Eric Tatarock's car. What I'm going to play for you, and we're going to come back and talk to Rock the Nation. But this first track is a band called Amarath, and they open for Gene out in St. Louis. And I want to thank the mighty Ken Mills sent me this. I want to play it for you. I dig it, and it's uh, I love the message. If you're going to love them, love them like crazy. Right here in the Kiss Room on Mako Radio, where music and minds meet.
That's right. That is Amarath. I mean, like, Ken, how do you say that? Wait, ready? Oh, I had that all queued up. <laughs> Ken, how do you say Amor, that? Amor, which means love, and wrath, which means hate. Amorath. The yin and yang. <laughs> look at that. Ken Mills, thanks for hooking that up. Also, look, if you're a fan of that, Ken also hooked it up. We can send out an MP3 of that. If you like that song and you want it, go send me a message at thekissroom at gmail.com, and I'll send you back that, uh, that MP3. Those guys won the contest. They opened for Gene in St. Louis, and I totally dig that song. It's been stuck in my head. Thanks, Ken, for sending it. Um, so we're in the studio with Rock the Nation, Vin, Justin, and John. Guys, welcome to the Kiss Room. How you doing, man? Thanks for having us. Man, I'm fantastic. It's a Friday. We're doing great. We got people tuned in from all over the planet. I'm looking up at the list. We got John Phillips. We got Anthony Porter is, t- is tuned in. Scott Reichmaster, Britton Mitchell, Steve Javorski, Nils all the way in Norway, Ken J. West, Kalen Provo is in Canada. Ken Mills, of course, is listening. He says you can get that Amaranth song on iTunes and Amazon. But look, I'll send it to you. Send me a message at thekissroom at gmail.com and I'll send you the MP3. They're good guys. Um, I'm going to talk to Rock the Nation. We got a call coming in at 3:32, but first I'm going to give a bunch of shout-outs. We got a lot of people tuned in, and I want to thank everybody that hits share on the link because uh, that's how it keeps the uh, the ball rolling. Josie and Belly, Hoops, Bob Brodsky, Candy Burtony. We talked to you on Harem. Thanks for sharing those pictures. Eric Totter rocks car. We just talked to Chris Go, Steve Javorski, Steve Companius, Jim Zagel, Justin Bowski's here, right? We got John Morris. We got Vin is here. Shared the link. Thanks, pal. We got uh, Chris Giordano said he's coming. I don't know where he is at. David Cathy, John Tingle, Javier Boster, Allison Ballack, Jim Zagel, Fran Galanti, Mikhail Burel in Sweden, David Drew, the Unmasked Tribute Band. We're going to talk to one of those guys later. John Phillips, he's listening. Greg Johnson. Dee Dee Mae Nichols is going to call in in a little bit. We're going to talk to her. Rock and Rob Wright. Tina Barstow, Whitney Nichols, Jerry Gellaff from Bad Cop, Bad Cop Podcast, Mike Domo, Shane Hebert, Dean John, let's see, Kelly Nichols, Christina Green, the Sean Delaney Facebook group shared it. We're going to find out why in a little bit. Jerry Lee Watkins, Kat Mara, thanks a million because you hooked up our interview coming up. Kat, you're the greatest. Mike Domo, Shane Hebert, I said, Ira Boston, Bart Pickard. Britton Mitchell, Chris Hartman from Almost Human, Gary Dagger, Ricky Cook, Joe Laskin, Darren Burris, Javier Boster, Diana Zagel, 60 Minutes with Podcast, Donna Crowley, Dennis Garib, Pods and Sods Network, Dottie Jones, Clinton Kalkanis, Bob McMichael even changed his, uh, his Facebook promo to a Kiss Room logo, KissAsylum.com, Tony Mann up in New York City, hey Tone. Joe Polo and Jody Havnot from Podcast Rock City. Chris Ann Colvin, who's here, and she's waving out the door. Bobby Dreyer, of course. Christine the Button Queen. Ken Mills, of course. And Anthony Porter and the lovely Amy Porter all shared my link, which I do appreciate it. If I missed you, hey, look, I'll say your name next time. Make sure you pin me in the post or something. But I really do appreciate every one of you that takes the time to share the link every month. Rock the Nation. How you guys doing? All right. How are you? Yeah, I'm bringing up all these mics. I'm great. I'm shot out of camera. Chris Giordano just walked in. Chris is coming in the door. I love it. Awesome. Now, look. So, tell us. How'd you guys get together? Vin, lean right up to the mic. Well, I was the one who uh, basically brought everyone together. Um, Craigslist does wonders. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I've always had the idea to form a KISS tribute ever since I was in seventh grade. Uh, I'm 24 years old, and uh, 
when you try to do these things as a teenager with dudes that are in their like 30s and 40s, it's kind of hard. Yeah. But um, a couple years back, I put an ad out. When you're 50. Yeah, right. (laughs) But yeah, um, I put an ad out on Craigslist. I say it was two years ago at this point, and um, our star child Jim was the first one to respond, and uh, he worked with uh, Destroyer, based out of Scranton. Sure. And then uh, this guy right next to me was the second guy to respond. Now it's radio. When you just point at each other, it doesn't work. (laughs) Up to his left. Um, yeah, my uncle actually saw it on Craigslist. I'm like, oh, I'll check it out. Then I realized it's literally in my neighborhood. Like, we're both from the Roxborough section of Philly. Yep. Cool. I'm like, well, that's convenient. Yep. So I messaged him, and then he told me about Jim, and the three of us got together and uh, eventually found a, an ace. It took us a while. Yeah. He ended up quitting, and then, then we got John not too long after that. So the four of us probably roughly a year now with the current lineup. And yeah. John's got the ace shirt on. That way we know he's, yeah, the, he's the ace in the tattoo band. And the tattoo. Yeah. He's got the ace tattoo. Vin's got the rock and roll over tattoo. We got just got, got the, the Kiss logo. logo. Looks great. It's fantastic. Yeah. So so really, where have you been playing? What kind of places? I see you put a lot of gigs up. Where are you playing? Yeah, I, I'm the one who horses out that much. I'm sorry. Um, You're allowed to say that. It's okay. All right. All right. Um, we have a couple shows coming uh, coming up. We're playing um, Steeple Chase Beer Garden in Brooklyn on April twenty second. Very cool. And we uh, play all night there. Um, May thirteenth, we're going to play the Grape Room in Maniunk. That's actually Vinny's birthday, so we're going to be partying it up. And then um, June third, we're going to be playing Tavern on Ridge in Roxborough, and uh, we're all night there too. The Grape Show is actually a night of tribute, so we're actually playing with. Well, an STP tribute, a Foo Fighters tribute, and a uh, Deep Purple tribute as wow. well. It's going to be fun. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. So, and we can go to uh, Rock the Nation PA on Facebook, yes, right? Yes, Rock yep. the Nation PA. So everybody needs to go follow that. We'll post that in the Kiss Room, too. Now, who do we have on the line? Didi. Didi, how are you? Welcome to the Kiss Room. Yeah! Yeah. <laughs> I'm great. I hope everybody else is too. Now, look, the nice thing is you got a room full of diehard Kiss fans, and any diehard Kiss fan, when we say the name Sean Delaney, they know who we're talking about. Now, Didi, I know from talking to you that you had a very unique vantage point from Sean Delaney. Can you tell us what that is? Well, he's my uncle, and he uh, helped raise me and helped raise my children, so. Now, obviously, anybody that's a KISS fan, they know the very earliest days of KISS, Sean Delaney, along with Bill O'Coin, were instrumental in shaping KISS. And you had a chance as about, what, about 10 years old to kind of see that and be there. And, I mean, can you talk about the first time that Uncle Sean came (laughs) in and said something about this band called KISS? Uh, We were all sitting down, and he... He comes into the house and he tells us and tells Grandma, you're not going to believe what I'm doing. And, of course, Grandma's like, well, that's my life with you, Sean. You always tell me, can't believe what I'm doing. And so she goes, what is it? And she goes, oh, it's this awesome band. And he had he had some music with him. And he started playing it, and my grandmother just started rocking and rolling. She's just loving it and everything. And he goes, "Wait till you see the show." And she, she goes, "Sean, what show?" 
you wait till you see it, Ma. You wait. And sure enough, we went to a kids concert, and he let us invite all our friends. So we had 20 kids, all in limos in Salt Lake City, and backstage passes. And Kiss was very nice to all the kids, to all of us, and everything. And my grandmother sat there just with the biggest grin on her face. So proud, so proud of what she was seeing. You know, that had to make you the popular kid when you're allowed to kind of bring a bunch of people to go see Kiss and you had such an in. Well, yes and no. Remember, we're in the middle of Utah in the 70s. (laughs) 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 Yeah. Did I say it all there? So, yeah, maybe, uh, you know, Kiss, Knights and Satan service, and they're probably believing it, right? Oh, well, they were. People, well, you can't go hang out with them. They're uncles with Kiss. You know what that stands for. I used to look at people, and I'd say, are you kidding? Here, let me tell you something. Just keep it simple, stupid. We're all good. Well, and of course, your other uncle is also Leon Delaney, which KISS fans know as, hey, you're not allowed to smoke in here from KISS Meets the Phantom. He's famous for being a stuntman, and he's in the Warriors and things like that. But obviously, that's where a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of fans right away, they know that he's the one that actually is in the uh, Chamber of Thrills, and he stops and he says something like this. Hey, you're not allowed to smoke in the KISS room. <laughs> 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 Thanks, Cat. I got to, I got him to cut that when he was on Cat's uh, radio show the one day. I love that. So it's uh, it's custom made for me. Uh, he's just he he's just as comical as as Sean. And when the two would come home for Christmas every Christmas, oh my goodness! As a child, that was all year long. Forget birthday. Birthday I didn't care about. I was excited for Christmas because I knew my two uncles were coming home and. We'd go to bed with no presents under the tree, my brother John and I, and we'd wake up to two full rooms of presents every year. And it was just... And then we'd go on Christmas Day, we'd go to a movie, and Uncle Sean got everybody their own drinks, their own popcorn, and we'd sit and watch a movie on Christmas Day. And it was just, you know, to me, those are some really fun memories you know that's awesome besides besides being someone that in junior high would call and say hey uncle sean i need some more stuff you know your your niece is an entrepreneur and i'm selling this out of my locker (laughs) (laughs) wow you know what now obviously i i talked to you about this and you you, uh, told me a funny story about the first time that your mother had met gene simmons and Yeah, so we were in the elevator. We had just seen a kids' concert in Utah. We hopped on the airplane the next day. We flew to New York. And we were going to see the office and uh, with Bill and Sean. And everybody was off there, and we're in the elevator. And we're going up, and this guy comes in the elevator. And, of course, you know, because no, at that time, the only people that seen Kiss without, you know, makeup... Of course, was not us, you know. We, we weren't part of that at the time. And we get in, and us kids, so I've got my cousin Russell, which is Leon's boy, and then my brother John and I, and we're all excited. Oh, we get to see Uncle Sean. We get to see Uncle Sean and and everything. And 
this man stops and he looks at us and he says, Sean Delaney is not your uncle. And my mother stepped forward and she says, well, that's kind of funny because Sean Delaney is my little brother. And these are my children, which would make them their uncle. And this is Leon's boy, which would make Sean his uncle, too. And this is his mother. And he gets out of the elevator first, and he goes to talk to Sean about everything. And Sean tells him, he goes, um, Gene, this is my family. And first words out of my mother's mouth to Sean was, he's so ugly. <laughs> Sean, he's so ugly. He just <laughs> wow. <laughs> and you're talking at the time, especially nobody had seen him without the makeup. I mean, you're getting a chance to see them even as a kid. And this is, you know, at the height of Kiss, even before really the height of Kiss, you know, their, their personas are still unknown, really. Right. So now it was you, fun. I was going to say, you think about those early times. Describe some of those times that you saw them. I think you had said you got to see them doing rehearsal and all that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. they were. Sean took us all in to see a rehearsal and see how long it takes and everything, you know, to lay something down. I mean, he wanted to show my grandmother every part of everything. And so they had a whole barrel there of soda for us kids. And, of course, they said, now make sure you grab from this barrel. And then Sean asked me to just do my gymnastics while they were trying to rehearse. Well, the band stops and says, uh, this is distracting. You know, we can't do this. And Sean says, well, what are you going to do when the bras come flying at you on the stage? That's awesome. So you were getting them ready with a little bit of acrobatics, and uh, who knows what was going to fly at them later. That's awesome. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that was just one of the things that, that I will say, my grandmother, Delaney, who I had the pleasure of being raised by also, she loved her boys. She loved my mom. And the first person that Sean ever produced, and I don't know if you know this, was my mother. Wow. Now tell us that story. Yeah. she. Uh, my mother had one of these four-octave range voices. She sang nightclubs. She could. She was amazing. And um, he, my mom bought Sean his very first guitar. So now when you think about that, I mean, obviously he was doing his own music, and then obviously it was with Bill Coin, so instrumental in the start of Kiss. And I think that's really what, I mean, especially anybody that's listening, they know about that. And then, I mean, think about those years when, like you said, you were selling posters, the Kiss posters out of your locker and things like that. What was the vibe around you as far as like, you know, he's in his own music, but I think really the Kiss stuff is what was really taking off, especially at that point. Oh, my brother John and I, because... Anytime there was a Kiss album that came out, all three of us kids got our own package. And like I said, when I was talking to you last night, when Destroyer came out, we were in my mother's first grade classroom getting it ready for the new year, and I went through three or four albums I called for because we just played that over and over, and 
John and I would sing to it, and we'd get our fake microphones, and we <laughs> we just rock that elementary school, you know. <laughs> That's awesome. You know, and the kids that didn't want anything to do with us. It didn't matter because Uncle Sean taught us either you like me or you don't, and I really don't care which one you choose because I'm okay with myself. That's awesome. I mean, that's always been such a good message. I think a lot of people, you know, I don't know if anybody had listened to the latest podcast, Ken told the story of meeting Gene Simmons. And, uh, you know, I think so many KISS fans, that's the thing that I think KISS always represented was do your own thing, be weird. I mean, I played at the end of every episode of the KISS Room was where Gene says, you know, a message to the weird guy or the weird girl. Don't think it's so weird. You know, friends put you down because, you know, of what you do. You be weird, and, and I always love that. And that's from and look, everybody's raising their fists up. Ben's like, yeah, and I mean, I think that sticks with me all these years. Well, and especially that was that was always one of the things. Like with Kiss, you know, you you recognized your friends, especially now because everybody's wearing a Kiss shirt. You see somebody with a Kiss shirt, and I and look, Chris Ann has her Pod Kiss Kiss Room shirt. Chris has a Kiss Army shirt. <laughs> Justin's got his Kiss Army shirt. Fran's got a Kiss Room shirt. And the thing is, we got an Ace shirt over there. And I think still to this day, when you're walking down the street, if you see somebody cool enough to be wearing a Kiss shirt, you know, you said, hey, what's up? And I think that that vibe, that message of be yourself, do what you want, listen to the Kiss Room, you know, it's all the best stuff. So it's really, uh, you know, and then, I mean, obviously, as the years went on and they the success of KISS was greater and greater. I mean, that had to be pretty exciting to see something that you knew your uncle had been really such a part of become a worldwide phenomenon. Oh, it was, you know, it was so amazing. And, the you know, the pride that you have as a child, you know, because first it's, it's, it's just, you know, to us it was always, this is Uncle Sean. You know, we always knew him as the person. We always knew Uncle Leon. This is Uncle Leon, the person, you know. And to us, they, it was just family. But then when you knew how my grandmother had raised all of us to just go for that limit, you know, there was no jar to shut us in. It was all up to us what we chose to do. And to see how proud she was of everything and then to watch... Um, I remember in grade school, kids didn't believe us, and Sean took a day off. He flew from New York, flew to Utah, went to our classrooms, introduced himself, introduced himself as Mrs. Nichols' little brother, and Leon went to Russell School and did the same thing, and... You know, it said, enough's enough. These kids aren't lying. They're telling the truth. And then he hopped a flight and went back. And that meant so much to me as a child because, you know, we didn't back down in Utah about who we were and who our family was and everything. We didn't care about people that were like, Nights in Satan's service, breaking albums, and, of course, they go buy another one. Heck, that was Sean's good publicity stunt, you know? <laughs> yeah, and, I mean, really, when you think about, obviously, you had a unique connection with everybody. Like, when you think of, like, Bill Coin, what are your memories of Bill Coin? Oh, I love, I love Bill with all my heart. 
God bless his soul. He, we called him Uncle Gee, and um, he was always there, and he was always, always treated my grandmother with the utmost respect, my mother. Um, he, when we were in New York, we stayed in the house in New City, and uh, he just was so kind and so loving, and you know, energetic, and you could see how the two worked. You know, Sean has the craziness and the ideas and the boldness and the way to say, shut your mouth, you're listening to me. And Bill had the know-how with the money and the business and, you know, and things and that together, because I really believe you would not have Kiss if you didn't have those two together to have done what they did. You know, and that's the thing. I mean, you saw that right from the start, and I think they've always mentioned, I mean, obviously, Sean and Bill being integral parts of what was the early birth of KISS. I mean, I think, you know, that's always been very much, uh, you know, part of the story, and I think that's why I say anybody that's a hardcore KISS fan, they know. Uh, and what are some of your memories of meeting, like, the band at that point? Oh, you know, meeting the band, they... <laughs> I, backstage, of course, everybody has their faces, you know, on and everything and stuff. But when we met him, you know, in New York, no one had it on. And I got to try on the boots at age 10, you know, trying to march around in those boots. And uh, age 10, I don't know too many girls that can walk in heels now, even <laughs> in their adult lives. But, right. <laughs> but it was just the awe, you know, of seeing costumes and seeing things and stuff, and I was like, wow, this is so exciting, and and Bill was just, you know, so exciting, and when I, and I do want to say this, when Sean did pass away, and Bill and Lydia came to my home, I just signed the papers to take care of Sean's funeral expenses, and I've never gotten to thank Jean's you know, face-to-face. And Bill asked me, Dee Dee, what is it that you need? And a tear came to me because I usually don't ask for help on anything. And I said, the funeral. And he says, where's your phone? And he made a call to Gene. And and Gene covered the expenses for Sean's funeral. And I've been ever so thankful and grateful for Gene Simmons for doing that and for Bill for making that phone call. Yeah. Yeah. I guess the anniversary of that was just this past week, April 13th. I mean, that's, you know, obviously, uh, and time rolls on. I mean, obviously time rolls on. I think it's, you know, something that I think everybody, especially with everything going on in the world, you know, it's, uh, you got to give everybody a hug. So it's, uh, yeah. Well, that's that song Biscuits and Gravy's written about. That's how Grandma raised us. So what we're going to do, we're actually, in reference to that song, we're going to listen to that song. Now, tell us the song that we're going to play. You said it was thought to be lost, saved from a fire. Give us some background on that. Okay. Um, I had every. I moved from Utah to Kansas. Um, my husband's Rock and Rob Wright, and... Uh, and we have Right to Rock Productions, and so we moved from Kansas to Maine because my father was dying, and I promised him I'd come home. Well, the house we were staying in in Maine caught on fire, and we lost 
everything except for our studio and paperwork, and the tapes got warped, and I didn't know if I could ever pull songs off of them because they're cassettes. Wow. And so Rob pulled the song off, did the best he could do with it, with the warp, but my uncle Leon had never heard that song before, and I really, I really wanted him to hear it. And my kids loved it. They grew up going, you know, to Wasatch uh, concerts and listening to Uncle Sean. And so that's a song that is written about my grandmother, about her faith, um, about family prayer, about how she what year she passed away in and what she did to keep the family alive. Wow. So we're going to play that. Now, obviously, we're talking to Dee Dee Mae Nichols. She is the niece of Sean and Leon Delaney. We've got a room full in the kiss room. Bobby Dreyer, Chris Giordano, Chris Ann Cohen. We've got the guys from Rock the Nation. we got Fran from the kiss room house. Man, any questions from anybody in the room here? Everybody's so captivated. They're all sitting quiet like we're in class. You, if you could see Dee Dee. <laughs> And, and I Kat, always command a room that way, whether I'm in it or not. Well, Kat posted that she loves you, so we have Kat to thank for hooking this interview up. So I'll tell you what, we're going to go to this song, which is actually Saved from the Fire, and uh, it's called Biscuits and Gravy. Didi, I want to thank you for calling in. Thank you, and I have hundreds of funny stories, so anytime you want to hear those funny stories. We'll have to have you back I'm, here in the kiss room. I'll be How about give us, give us one more funny story? Okay, so I finally hit puberty, and I'll keep it clean. <laughs> Here we go. And Uncle Sean comes home for a visit the year before I was in ponytails. And he comes home, and he looks at my mother, and he says, Sis, have you looked at your daughter lately? And she goes, well, yeah, I would see her every day. No, Sis, have you talked to your daughter lately? My mother says, about what? And she go, he goes, you know, the birds and bees. And she goes, no. And he goes, give me the keys to the car. We're going for a drive. So my Uncle Sean, and I don't know how many people in this amazing world get the opportunity to have such an eccentric gay man teach you about the birds and the bees. I never wanted to have sex in my life <laughs> with that conversation. <laughs> <laughs> that is too funny. I just came home like a white sheet. My mother says, Are you okay? I said, Don't talk to me. I'm just fine. I got images in my head. I have got to go. <laughs> wow. I'll tell you what, Dee Dee, I really appreciate calling in. We're going to listen to this song right now. Now, it's a little rough because obviously, like you said, it was saved from the fire and uh, pulled off of a cassette. But I think people are going to dig it. This was It's more of a country kind of a theme song. I mean, this is the kind of music they was making in this band. And uh, we're going to go from there. Anything, any last-minute thought you want to share with our KISS Room fans? I appreciate every KISS fan out there. Old, new. It's amazing to watch it keep going. And I love my uncles with all my heart. And I've been blessed and to be a part of this family. Fantastic. Thanks, Dee Dee. We're going to play this song, Biscuits and Gravy. You're in the Kiss Room on Monaco Radio, where music and minds meet. Well, I remember 
That's right. So that's biscuits and gravy. You never heard that before. It was that tape was saved from the fire. I got all kind of people here in the kiss room now. Look, David Kathy says we're rocking here in the kiss room. Eileen said she's uh, in her spandex listening right now. Diana said she's listening poolside. Diana, that's awesome. So it's really everybody's out there listening now. Obviously, what we were talking about was all these fun things. Dee Dee May Nichols, thanks a million for calling in and sharing your stories. That was great. We'll have you on again. Um, so many things to talk about. I mean, one of the things we started talking about right when uh, we, we were listening to that song and we were talking about all the things that are happening. Now, one of the main things that's coming up, and we're going to talk about this a lot, is somebody's coming to Philadelphia. Let's take a listen to this. Ready? Who do you think it could be? He is coming to Philadelphia. Wouldn't you like to come to? See Gene Simmons and the Gene Simmons Band. Gene will be playing a live show on Friday night, June 2nd at the Trocadero in Philadelphia, PA. Be there. See the one and only Gene Simmons at the Wizard World Con. Go to wizardworld.com for more information. He is coming to Philadelphia. Wouldn't you like to come to? All right, now look, I'm looking forward to that. I'll tell you what, it's funny because uh, the best thing is as soon as those songs come on, even in the snippets, everybody's bopping around the studio, Vince <laughs> flicking the tongue over here. It's great. And I think that's what's going to make it so much fun. I was talking to Bobby earlier in my office, the fact that here it's going to be the summer of 2017. There's so much to look forward to with Kiss. I'm like, I'll be honest with you. I'm more excited about this show coming up with Gene Simmons solo than I've been about a lot of things in a while. So it's like, now look, I'm going to give you a couple of shout outs. First of all, tomorrow, if you're listening live to me right now, and I know you are because you're all over the planet, the Monco Radio Alumni Broadcast is happening tomorrow, which is Saturday, April yeah. 15th. If you're listening in the real world, if you're uh, if you're in Australia, it might already be tomorrow. It begins at 8 a.m. EST, so you'll just join us if you want to stay tuned all night to Monco Radio and get up early and start listening. I'll be here at 8 o'clock in the morning. You're going to love that. So it's uh, the Monco Radio Alumni Broadcast. Also tomorrow night, if you're in the Philly area, you can see Three Chord Money at the Whiskey Tango in Philly. That's my brother. Now, obviously, what we were just talking about, Gene Simmons at Wizard World. June 2nd, we're talking about going to see him at the truck. Now, raise your hand if you saw Kiss at the truck. Okay, now look, hands going up. Here's the thing, right? Think about like this. That was one of the wildest Kiss shows I ever saw. Now, Chris, you know you were there. John, you were there? I was one person away from the stage. I was looking up right at Paul Knight. It was I. I couldn't believe that was happening. And I remember, like you know, they uh, they changed the set list around at that point, and they brought back a hundred thousand years, which they hadn't played up until that point. And I remember Paul going, "This song is about time travel." I was like, "Holy crap!" Think about that now. Awesome. Now you know the funny thing. Now think about it. This is that's coming up because that's May fifth, nineteen ninety two, right? Now, think about it. Now, first of all, now, you're young, Vin. I wasn't even born yet. Okay, in. now look. I saw him going in for sound check. I saw uh, Paul. Gene wasn't there for that part. It was, Paul, Bruce, and Eric went in to do sound check, and they were playing like Honky Tonk Women and Parasite. We're going to talk a lot about that May Revenge Trock show next month because it will be the May edition. And that's the thing that kind of was blowing my mind as I was thinking about it was the fact that that's 25 years ago. So it's almost half my life 
ago. Wow. Right? Think about that. Now, here's the funny thing. We waited (laughs) outside, and that's all your life ago. So the the funny thing was we waited outside all day, and we're going to talk a lot about that next month. But the idea of seeing Gene there. Now, first of all, I'm going to say, look, if you're in this area, now, who's good? You're all going, right? Yeah, Yeah, we'll be there. It's going to be the party of the year. Like, just the fact that it's going to be Gene Simmons and his band, which is tight as can be. Now, I think everybody in the room is going to be there, right? Yeah. Are you going to be in Florida? Bobby's going to be in Florida. Okay, Disney. so he's going to miss it. It's Star Wars Fest. Come That's on. true. Now, look, May May is obviously Star Wars. But the... Uh, but June, I mean, obviously, when you think about it, that's going to be such a party. So everybody that's, if you're in the sound of my voice, and I know you are, make plans now. you got to be at that show because that's going to be a blast. I think really, you know what, I think maybe one of my hashtag life goals, I want to host that. I want to walk out and say, you know, Philly, it's Matt Porter from the Kiss Room. <laughs> <laughs> And then I went, you know, Jane Simmons. I think that'd be awesome. You know, hey, look, you got to have goals in your life. And it's, you got people got to look at you and laugh. That's all right. Yeah, you got to work your way into it. Like, you know, Eddie Trunk is like there for introducing all his heroes. You should be introducing. See, look, heroes. maybe. So if anybody in the Philly area, if you know, if you work for the Trocadero, you work for Gene or somebody, let's hook that up. I'll, I'll give out kiss room. But, you know, I can't throw the kiss room <laughs> buttons out because somebody will get their finger poked and I'll be in yeah, trouble. But the uh, sick. Sick. Wouldn't that be great? There'd be blood everywhere. Only we wouldn't be uh, vomiting it. We'd be bleeding it from our fingers. <laughs> but the uh, so that's coming up, and I'm super excited about that. We're also going to work on trying to get a uh, you know Ken. If you listen to the podcast, got a thing where they gave away uh, the like the meet and greet and everything. They gave away away as a prize. Stay tuned because we're kind of got some things in the works. We might be able to work that. If you're in the Philly area, we're going to see if we can't hook that up via the Kiss Room. I would love that. I, mean, I think that would really be a blast. So, so everybody mark that on your calendar. Obviously, G, uh, Gene Simmons is going to be at the Wizard World June 2nd and 3rd. The second, that night, is just that show. Yes. And we're all going to have fun with that. Now, you had a funny story. You're talking about you guys had met each other at some point. John well, is John ace. Back, back when. And you go way back. Now, obviously, yeah. we've got a room full of Kiss tribute guys. But uh, what are we? What are we saying? You knew so, each other. So John and I were in a, an original band together way back when, called Vendetta. And uh, you guys were in the band together. Yeah. yeah. And now, did yeah. you know he was and coming today? What's that? Did you know each other was coming today? This is fantastic. Oh no, no, I knew. I knew the band was coming. I didn't know that, uh, that. that John was coming. Though. What a small world. That's crazy. Um, I knew John was in the band, but I didn't know he was making it today. So it was a nice surprise. And but we uh, we were we met. Because we were in a band together, and the reason we got into that band was, of course, I walked into a music store and it said, you know, this band is influenced by Kiss. I said, sign me up. I said, where, where are these guys? And so that's how I met them. And uh, so, long story short, we went to the reunion show. It was the second night. It was the second night. And it was John Lennon's birthday, October 9th. So I remember oh, all these things. Right. I remember all these details. Your favorite, your favorite Beatle. I remember. <laughs> and and so we went. And I this is before I even began to uh, do a tribute band. I just slapped on makeup and had like this black vest on, and you know I had no business really looking like trying to look like Paul Stanley at the time. But John was actually decked out in, a, in like a homemade Gene Simmons costume. That and, looked terrible too. Really. But you know, <laughs> hey, we were we were loving it. it. Was you know it was the reunion. We were we had Kiss Fever, and so uh, my my old girlfriend uh, tipped me off to the fact that for sure that they were going to be staying at the Four Seasons. And so right after the show, we booked down there, and it was raining. I remember, and we ran and got in our place, and all of a sudden, out of nowhere, here comes Paul and Gene. And uh, and that was like the first or second time maybe that I met Paul, and he was like really nice, and he he signed my arm that night, and he made sure he centered it, and 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 then John had the camera, and we went posed for the picture, 
And Paul actually noticed that John's finger was in the way. And he goes, hey, uh, what's your friend's name? I said, it's John. He goes, hey, John, uh, your finger was in the way. That's not going to come out. And sure enough, that first picture never came out. No. And, and it's a good thing Paul was observant because I never would have got the picture with him. <laughs> but unfortunately, John will explain he didn't have a great episode with Gene. Like, yeah, I, 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 was, I was very happy meeting Paul, but... Tell them what Gene did. Well, you know, it's funny. Gene got Everybody's out. got a bad day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, you know, and of course, it's the night I finally get to meet him after waiting since 1978. I mean, before, you know, heavily getting into Ace, um, I, Gene was one of the guys that I really idolized because of all the, the horror movies. So <clears throat> I finally, Gene and, and Paul actually got out of this, like, mini airport shuttle van with the tinted windows and all this. And I was looking for Ace and Peter, too. They were nowhere to be found. Yeah, they were nowhere. They were uh, at the Motel 6 They got somewhere. smart and went they somewhere else. They were the Motel 6 somewhere. <laughs> um, but Gene comes out, and he walks right up to me. He goes, uh, he's like, you know, how, how are you with that voice? And he's like, do you want a handshake or an autograph? And I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? You know, it was just really rude. And I, you know, and, and I said, well, I don't have anything for you to sign. I guess just a handshake. And he shook my hand and just walked off. And I'm like, yeah. So... I go, yeah, Gene's like, he's ready for bed. I, you know, I, I yeah. got He's ready for bed. And like Paul, Paul was like giving us the expression, like, like yeah, I almost Paul apologizing for Gene, like with his eyes, just like I'm sorry, you know, like, and you know, Paul was as cool as, as uh, can be expected. But I'm like, Gene, can you take a picture real quick? He's like, No, I'd rather not. And he's just signing stuff real fast and walks into the hotel lobby and he's gone. And I'm, and I'm standing. I remember standing at the window, going, you know. I can't curse here, but I'm like, <laughs> it, it wasn't a good night. But I remember when he went and got the uh, Paul Stanley uh, signature yeah, we, tattoo. We rented a tattoo yeah. parlor, and at the time, this was 1996, and they had me over the barrel because they knew I would pay anything. It was like $100 just to trace the name. I was like, well, do it, I please. Did, too. I, I got, ultimately, I got Ace to sign oh, the tattoo, and they still charged me about, like about 100 though, you know, yeah. Well, that was cool. Well, you know what? Actually, anybody with your Kiss tattoos, now I'm looking at everybody's Kiss tattoo. There's Estevan is actually putting together a book of all Kiss tattoos. So I, look I for that in the... I published, I don't look think. At, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Look for that. It's in the Kiss Room Facebook group. He posted the link. He posted where you know he's taking submissions. It's cool. You know, you figure you all showed off your tats as soon as you came yeah. walking in. You know, it'd be great. I think everybody could get, uh, you know, if you look in the Kiss Room Facebook, you'll find that link. And uh, one of the things I like to celebrate is the Kiss culture. Everybody likes it. It's, it's the most fun. And guess what? It's 4 o'clock, so we're going to hit our reset here. Yeah! You're in the Kiss Room on Monco Radio where music and minds meet. Meet, meet you in the Kiss Room. allowed to smoke in the kiss room you wanted the best and you got it the hottest man in the land matt porter Kiss Army, you wanted the best, you got the best. Wow, that first hour flew by, no doubt about it. We did two hours of Harem Live, you heard that, that flew by. We uh, we talked to Eric Tata Rock's car, we talked to D.D. May Nichols, I have Bobby Dreyer, Chris Giordano, Chris Ann Colvin, the guys from Rock the Nation, P.A. are here. We got Fran Galanti looking for the uh, Kiss Room house band, um, obviously, and on the phone with us right now is Billy Davis calling in from New York, and you're in the band Unmasked. Tell us about the event you have coming up. 
How you doing, Matt? Thanks for having me on. Yeah. You're welcome. Uh, uh, yeah, it's um, well. The first thing is we're doing this really cool event on April 29th on in Huntington, Long Island, at the Cinema Arts Center, where we're showing Kiss Meets the Phantom movie on the big screen. You know, all Kiss fans going to fill this big room, and it's going to be really cool. But my band is um, un, called Unmasked, the Kiss cover band, and we we don't do any makeup, but we just play the music and play a lot of smaller places and bars and things around Long Island. So we're going to open up that show doing an acoustic set, just warming everybody up, warming everybody up for the crowd, and then we're going to sit down and enjoy the the film with everybody. It's going to be a really great time, and we're going to throw in a couple of rarities, a couple of interesting things, like we got to do Rip and Destroy, of course. <laughs> you know, you, you can't pass that up. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's going to be great. It's, it's April 29th, and we're playing at 9 p.m. Tickets are only $6, so anybody on Long Island, you can't beat that deal. Just come down and have a good time. So, obviously, we're talking to Billy Davis from Unmasked. The show is Saturday, April 29th at the Colt Cafe, which is in Huntington, New York. Now, obviously, we're looking for Steve Campagna. Probably has to drive all the way down, and I think he's coming in the door right now from the Kiss Room house band. Now, while I got a room full of Kiss tribute guys, well, I guess the question would be to Billy, you, I got Chris, I got the guys from Rock the Nation. When you're trying to put a set together and you're thinking of all the different songs that you can choose from, how do you figure it out? And Kiss has the same problem. There's almost too many songs. Uh, How do you pick between the super obscure and the ones that everybody knows? Like, I prefer the obscure ones. Yeah, 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 same. My favorite set list that I got to put together was the first time that I got to play the Richie Rano Expo, which was back in 06. Yes. And, I, and, I, and I just got off on the fact knowing that it was an expo and that it was all the hardcore fans. And I put, like, you know, we did the oath. I remember we did the oath, and we do. What else did we do? You probably remember more than I do. Um, uh, getaway. Nice. I, you know, I want you getaway. The oath. I mean, I remember the, we purpose. I purposely put together like I said that I knew that the hardcores would want. But then when you go to like just some random place, and everybody only knows rock and roll night, you're kind of like you know your back's against the wall when you know you want to go play like. Uh, I don't know anything that uh, that we would like. Uh, what's a random? What's a random um, like seventies uh, tune even like um, like Parasite? Yeah, 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 yeah Parasite. And people are just like staring at you. You know, it's <laughs> like uh, you know. So yeah, we, like I would get a little. I would you know I would sometimes get a little offended if people didn't. Um, get into it, you know, I'm thinking like, hey, it's a kiss show, you're supposed to be rock and rolling and everything, and they're just like looking at me like deer in the headlights, and I was like, <laughs> it got me in trouble with a promoter before, because I actually told, uh, I was, we were down in Maryland, I remember they were just sitting there staring at me, and I'm like, I said, and this is like when Dave Matthews was big, I said, I said, people, this is not the Dave Matthews band, if you want to see the Dave Matthews band, they're playing down the street, this is kiss, <laughs> yeah. get on your feet, well, I mean, I was, I was literally in Paul Stanley mode just doing what he would Woo! do. And I got in trouble for that. To this day, I think the, the guy hates my guts for it because I told off the crowd. Oh, well. Yeah, get over it. Yeah. Now, what, what do you think, Billy? I mean, when you guys are putting together the acoustic kind of an unplug, what do you think is the most obscure song that you're putting in your set? Well, you know, um, well, we, we don't always do the unplug. This is specifically just for this movie theater, just to kind of keep it quiet for when you're right. getting ready to watch a movie. But we do do our... Usually we play electric. And uh, what we do is we keep about... We have about... 40 or 50 songs that are current in the repertoire that we can kind of play off the audience, see what kind of audience it is if they want some hits, but we always throw in rarities. Sometimes we'll do a complete uh, rarity show. But uh, for this show, probably, you know, maybe like Rip and Destroy is, is 
going to be our rare one or room service. We're going to do that. Nice. Let me know. Um, Even better. Uh, two timer. There's another one. Wow, we're gonna yeah. Do. That's what we used to do too. So, so yeah, it's, it's um, you always got to mix in a little bit. You know, for us, we want to, we want to play the rarities too. And there's you always you kind of read the audience and see, you know what, you know what they really want. You know, I think uh, you know we were talking earlier about Gene coming around doing these solo shows. If he pulled out something like Two Timer, how great would that be? Yeah, I, I did see I'm going to be down there with you guys. I'm I live in New York, but I'm coming down. For nice. That, so. Yeah, that's going to be awesome. Yep. See, you're going to say something? Oh, I was going to say, I did see the one set list. I see Charisma is on there, which yes. Yes. I yes. Yes. learned the word. Very happy I always about that song. Yeah. No, it's the first Kiss song I ever knew I heard that was them. Yeah. Uh, Dynasty was my first album. Yeah, yeah. And I put on side two, because, you know, I was four. What the hell did I know? And Charisma <laughs> and Magic Touch were the first songs yeah. I heard, and they're two of my favorites. Yes. And Hard Times. Hard Times. Oh, I, I know. You know. <laughs> We gotta play it, guys. So anyway. maybe Rock, Rock the Nation might be adding that in now. I obviously, had it my way. I could play it. <laughs> I, mean, I know. I know. Magic yeah, yeah. Billy, you want to give a shout out to the rest of the guys in your band? Yes, definitely. Yeah, we have uh, um, John Pinna, who's on bass, who is who used to play in Rock uh, Kiss in Nation. Kiss Nation, yeah. right? And uh, Kirk Murray, who is also in a band called Iron Priest, doesn't Iron Iron Priest Judas. Uh, Judas Priest Iron Maiden tribute, and then Eric Kamir, who is in Suburban Decay, a punk band. So we're just all longtime Kiss fans who just kind of got together and said, "Hey, let's let's do this for fun." And I've been I'm a long time. It's just like I was going to say. The the one question I ask everybody when they first come in is, "When did you discover Kiss, and what are your first memories of Kiss?" Oh wow! Yeah, actually, uh, I saw the original the originals commercial in the summer of '76, watching that on TV. And I heard rock and roll all night, and it was like I kind of got that in my brain. So when they came on the, when I heard they were coming on the Paul and Halloween special, I said I got to, I got to check this out. Yeah. And I was hoping they were going to do that song, even though at the time, you know, it was really the only song that would, you would hear on radio. But they did Detroit Rock City, and that just blew me away. And from then on, I've been a Kiss fan. I haven't missed a tour since the Rocket that's hit New York since the Rock and Roll Over tour. Wow! And I'm a supporter of all you know, phases of the group, you know, super big Kiss fan. I've seen 78 concerts in, in my wow. lifetime. So, but, uh, yeah, I've seen them on, on Paul and Halloween special, which is a story a lot of people tell that kind of changed everything for me. And, and, uh, yeah, that's pretty much that. You know, it's funny. I think there's a lot of us of a certain age that like that Paul and Halloween special, when you watch it now, it's pretty cheesy, but at that time, that was the most magical thing on the planet. You know, it's like when they came down on that elevator looking thing, I could remember that. And remember, think about it. You saw it and then that didn't appear on tape till you found it as a scratchy bootleg years later. So in my mind, I remembered that like every second of it. And then all of a sudden you watch, you go, man, the rest of that show is hysterical. Well, you know what? That, I, I had a Betamax. My father had a Betamax, and I recorded that on Betamax wow. tape. And I remember I, I, went to the first kiss, I went to the first <laughs> KISS convention in New Jersey, what was uh, 85 or 86, yeah. and I had traded that tape, and I believe KISS Vision used that as their source tape wow. for, uh, when they finally put that on. But I wow. still have that, that um, <clears throat> tape somewhere. Yeah. You know, it's funny because, uh, you know, that still floats around really unofficially released, but it came out, there was a there's a version, I think it was on, I can't even remember who put it out, but it's like, 
you know, you have Paul Lynn doing all that sticky kind of stuff, and yeah. it's so funny. And then you're like, eh, there's kissing, even though it's lip synced. I mean, to me, that like that version of Beth where Peter, even though he's obviously lip syncing, they cut the song and everything. I love that. It's like, you know, I could watch that over and over, and it's just, it's like that to me is almost the defining version of that because the look of it is just fantastic. You know, they're in that kind of creepy haunted house, and I love all that stuff. So, right. I mean, it really was the, the way that Kiss was presented to the nation. Really, at that right. point, I think that really broke them because everybody saw that around the country. And, you know, us rock kids were watching that, loving that, and our parents were watching the singing and the dancing of, uh, you know, <laughs> of all these people on there, this bad variety entertainment. Right, right. But, yeah, it changed a lot of people's lives, in, you know, for rock and roll at that point. So, obviously, we're going to put it on the calendar Saturday, April 29th at the Colt Cafe. 423 Park Avenue, Huntington, New York. We got Unmasked playing. Plus, they're going to watch Kiss Meets the Fan of the Park. Sounds like a blast. No, I will tell you, originally I thought to myself I would try and make it up for that, but I can tell you that that is also the night of the dad-daughter dance, so I know where I will be that <laughs> night. Yeah. So it's you know uh, dancing with a bunch of little kids, and my daughter will be one of them. Madison, if you're listening, hello. We're going to get it. i got to get a new shirt, so it's, uh, it's going to be good. Cool. You know what? Let me let me do a call out to all the. You know, I'm a big fan of all the tribute bands. Everybody that's sitting in, you know, Chris and the guys all sitting in the uh, studio right now. Let's let's do more of these things, these special events, and try to get a lot of Kiss fans coming out because they just can't be too much, too that's many true. events. I agree. For yep. all our bands to do and for all us to get together and enjoy the stuff. You, you know, know what? It's nice. I mean, that's you know, when you when you get together, it's like you you know half of everybody in there because you all recognize you, each other from your little selfie on your Facebook profile. And like when you come down to Philly, you'll say, "Hey, look, I know you. I talked to you guys." You know, I always think about when we saw everybody at the truck packed in in 1992 with all those people you didn't know anybody you knew your small clique mm -hmm. of people and you go back even farther than that i didn't even know how to get to the place because i didn't have a damn gps but the uh <laughs> you know it's nice because now like you figure you guys now you can connect with rock the nation we got them in here rock the nation pa on facebook we got your band on mask you can post that link right in the in the kiss room facebook and everybody can connect i mean obviously so what link should they go to, to all, for all the info billy uh, if you want to find out about this event, it's uh, cinemaartscenter.org. And for us, for our Unmasked band, you can go to Facebook uh, slash Unmasked Kiss Cover Band. Excellent, excellent. Well, Billy, thanks a million. We're going to go to uh, Today in Kistory. We want to appreciate you calling in. And I want to say, uh, obviously, anybody, if you're up in that area on Saturday, April 29th, sounds like a fun time. So thanks for calling in. Thanks for having me on. Keep rocking. We'll talk to you, and here's today in history, courtesy of the mighty Ken Mills. Come on, dudes, let's crank it! Five, four, three, two. We have ignition. On this day in history, brought to you by the podcast in the Kiss Room. Now print it with real Kiss blood. See Gene Simmons and the Gene Simmons Band. Gene will be playing a live show on Friday night, June 2nd at the Trocadero on Philadelphia, PA. Be there. See the one and only Gene Simmons at the Wizard World Con. Go to wizardworld.com for more information. He's coming. Do you want to come too? On this day in history, April 14th. Today in history, April 14th, 1973. While the band is busy on their very first tour, they perform two concerts at the Daisy in Amityville, New York on the same night. 
On this day in history, 1974, KISS plays Beggar's Banquet in Louisville, Kentucky during their debut album tour. 1976, Alan Miller of Rocksteady Production sends out a care package filled with KISS promotional goodies to say thanks to Jim Neff, who was primarily responsible for bringing KISS to Cadillac, Michigan in October of last year. KISS plays the first leg of their Destroyer Tour at the Civic Center Arena in Niagara Falls, New York. 1987, EZO releases their self-titled album, which is produced by Gene Simmons. 1990, KISS performs a special show at the Stone Pony in Asbury Park, New Jersey. The song Betrayed from the Hot in the Shade album is slipped into the set list perhaps the only time that the tune is played live. The show helps raise money for the Trishino Rolo Cancer Foundation. 1991, the fifth annual New York KISS convention takes place. 1993, Ace Fraley appears on Wednesday's edition of Much Music Power 30. After being asked if they would like to record a song for the upcoming Kiss My Ass tribute album, Pearl Jam declined the offer. 2000, Vinnie Vincent loses a lawsuit against KISS and the judge orders the Wiz to pay out $80,000. Meanwhile, KISS bids farewell to Birmingham, Alabama during the farewell tour. 2007, Paul Stanley lives to win at the Newcastle Entertainment Center in Newcastle, Australia. 2009, KISS plays Estado National Stadium in Lima, Peru. This appearance marks the first time the band has ever played in Peru. 2011, Paul Stanley appears on the nationally syndicated television show, The Doctors, to discuss his work with the nonprofit House Research Institute, his own hearing loss, and his efforts to prevent noise-induced hearing loss amongst teens. 2015, Kiss plays the movie star arena in Santiago, Chile. 2017, the stage is being set for the 2017 Indianapolis KISS Expo. And you are listening live and direct from the KISS Room. And Matt Porter is rocking out in the KISS Room where we celebrate all eras of KISS. KISS rocks and you do too. Have a great weekend. And remember, the KISS Room loves you. KISS loves you! Rock That was This Day in History, brought to you by the Podkist and the Kiss Room. We still play with our Kiss color form sets. Hello, it's me. You know, the guy with the tongue. The guy who wears more makeup and higher heels than your mommy does. Just ask her. That's right. I'm Gene Simmons. You're not. And I love it loud.
That's right, Kiss Army. Ken Mills is my hero, too, and he just posted. And look, David Donnelly is listening in the U.K. Britton Mitchell says, is it true that Peter used a uh, had no keys on his piano? And he says, I believe, having done much miming in bands, they usually just remove the hammers from the piano. So all good stuff. Now, obviously, look, thanks to Eric Tato Rock's car who called in. Thanks to D.D. May Nichols for calling in. Thanks to Billy Davis for calling in. We got a room full of people. We got Vin Pagelis, Justin Bowski, and John Morris from Rock the Nation. PA. You can find them on Facebook. We got the Kiss Room House Band, Steve Campagna. How are you? We got Jim Zagel. We got Steve Force. We got Fran Galanti. We got Chris Ann Colvin. We got Chris Giordano. We got Bobby Dreyer. Everybody's like packed in. We're going to sing some gang vocals here. I can tell this is going to be fun. Obviously, uh, everybody's posting in the Kiss Room. They're having a good time with that. Um, one of the things I want to talk about is the fact that coming up, June 9th is the Peter Chris Platinum meet and greet. They're doing this thing up in New York City. If you go to, it's actually LAKissExpo.com. Um, June 10th is going to be the New York Kiss Expo, okay? Believe it or not, people, I'm working on trying to get to do a live broadcast from there. There's the uh, Indianapolis Kiss Expo is this weekend. We talked to Eric Todd Rock's car, but if you make it out to... Uh, if you're starting to plan now for uh, June 10th, New York City Kiss Expo, and there's all the uh, information is on LAKissExpo.com. Uh, it's the same people that put on the Los Angeles Kiss Expo or putting on this New York Kiss Expo. June 11th, I want to send a shout-out to Bob Brodsky. We are going on the Landmark Tour with Peter Chris. We're going to walk around and see all the sites with Peter Chris. I'm super excited about that. Um, obviously, at that expo, I mean, they have quite a set list. They have Peter Chris, obviously. There's Chris Lent, Ken Kelly, Carol Ross, Big John Hart, Dennis Wallach. Our friends Alive 75 are playing, and I'm super excited about that. Those guys are great. And uh, so a lot of fun. A lot of things coming up. We'll talk about that a lot in the May and the June editions of the Kiss Room. Not exactly sure when the June edition of the Kiss Room will be, because typically I'm on a Friday, but the, the first Friday of June is Gene Simmons at the track. The second Friday is going to be hanging out up, going to see Peter Chris in New York City. So who knows when we'll be. Hopefully we can be live. I'm going to bring up some mics now, because I've been yammering on. You can hear the room getting packed with the Kiss Room house band. Welcome, guys. Now, look, we just talked to Billy Davis. who was talking about an event that's happening up in... Uh, up in uh, Huntington, uh, or Park Avenue in Huntington, New York. That's your area, right, Steve Campagna? Right. Huntington, New York? Huntington, right by my house. So, look, you could be there. It's the, uh, I could be there. coming up the end of the month. What am I going to? Unmasked. Unmasked, oh, yes, and they're showing that. Kiss Meets Phantom. So, look, here's yes. what we're going to do. we got Kiss Room House Band has a special set of songs. we also got Rock the Nation. We're going to come up with a song that everybody can kind of sing along. It's going to be the biggest uh, sing-along we've ever had in the Kiss Room. I love this. So... I'll tell you what, Kiss Room House Band, how are you? Good. We are good. Good. We are good. We got all the mics. What do you think? Are you ready? Yeah, well, this first song is going to go up. go to everybody whose youth went up in flames. <laughs> <laughs> And I hate the things I do I'm stupid and I'm lazy Man, if they only knew How flaming youth set the world on fire Flaming youth, our flag is flying higher 
break out of my cage Cause flaming youth will set the world on fire Flaming youth will set the world on fire Flaming youth, our flag is flying
your best oh yeah ready yeah yeah <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> all right oh yeah well all right all right next one's for uh, ace's birthday right ace's yeah. favorite yeah. album the elder yes. yeah <laughs> and, well, all right uh, kiss kiss room land who can write in the title the original title of the song oh uh, that, that's a good question uh, the jaws theme uh, uh, don't run that's it, don't run. Very nice. You just give it away. No, he just gave it away. <laughs> That's all right. That's okay. It's don't run. Don't, don't run. run. How many don't other could it be, run. right? Wow. Yeah. Gene said, you got to change it. Just draw two of those words. Yeah, man. So I got in the kiss room. We're going to be playing Jaws in the parking lot later. Sun is turning cool. A dark night is 
That was awesome. Hey. Fran Galante, you are my hero. <laughs> Thank you. That was awesome. <laughs> that was awesome, man. All right. Now here's something that uh, Gene should be doing on a solo tour, and he's not. He's not. He's not doing it. Wow. But he should. And it goes like this. You're Thank moving! You. You're moving! Really That's all he's trying to do on this tour. We're going blind, huh? We're going blind. Oh, I thought we were going to do that one. Alright. This is the other song you should do on this song. The lady from the land beneath the sea. Yeah, typical Peter.
Here's one. Here's one Gene is doing on his solo tour. And also, it will be available on Gene Simmons' 150 song box set. And it goes like this, hopefully with the Van Halen Brothers playing. Do you, anyway. you work for him or something? Huh? <laughs> Bye. Hi, this is Gene Simmons. Buy my two song demo with 548 other small demos as well. And it goes like this. Is there one that we can get everybody to sing on? What give us a big? How about like we could do like New York Groove or something? Everybody knows all the parts. I just came from New York and I'm really mad at them. So yeah. <laughs> out of the New York <laughs> Groove, <laughs> not in the New yeah, York Groove. Yeah, back in the Kiss Room Groove. There How's you that? go. Back in the Kiss Room Groove. All right, you guys can sing this too. Rock the Nation, get in here, ready? Many years since I was here. Woo! Woo! 
to the right, to the sound, we're into the sky. Heads out of sight in the dead of night. It's gonna be extra sweet. This place was meant for me. Right back, corner. I feel so good tonight. Who cares about tomorrow? So, baby, you better believe. I'm back. I'm back in the kiss room groove. I'm back. Back in the kiss room groove. I'm back. Back in the kiss room groove. Back in the kiss room Nation. We have the Kiss Room House, man. We got Kisteria. We even got Chris and Colvin, and I managed to work in Madison's extra alternate yes. line. That was awesome. You got one more? Uh, did you want us to do short news something? Yes. In fact, Brandis was celebrating her birthday, asked for this specifically. Oh, I know the part that we missed the last time. That's the only that's what we missed the last time. Oh, yeah? That's the sound of somebody being hit by a car. No, I'm done when we get to the harmony part. You guys, who's the Paul? They're Paul going to come in. What's up, man? Is he the word you're from? Right, I'll do it. Just being responsible and working. Yeah. Oh, work. How about that, though? Everybody's sitting together. Hey, I work and still need it. Right on. Everybody else works. Ah, Jim on the bass. Nice. Broke my heart 
We have Steve Campagna, Steve Force, Fran Galante, Jim Zagel. We had a mashup with also Kiss, Rock the Nation, PA. We got Vin Pagelis, Justin Bowski, John Morris. Backing vocals by Chris Ann Colvin, Bobby Dreyer. That was phenomenal. Give yourselves a round of applause. the Kiss Room house band. That was phenomenal. <laughs> what a mashup. I love it. And even your Paul Stanley was on there too. So he, he was commenting on he's Facebook. So that's great. Yeah. Oh, is that James? Jim Knapp said he's yes, listening and we had a couple people commenting the Kiss house band. Killing it. it was fantastic. Joe Lascani, Joe Laskin, he's packing to go to Costa Rica while he's listening to it. I think he's the lucky one. I'll tell you what, let's listen to this real quick. We're going to come right back. You need a button. Christine's the one that you want. She's got them in her hands And very soon she'll be sending Christine, the button queen Christine, the button queen She's got so many She wants to give you all she's got she said on out every day and night There is no doubt about it I don't usually Christine, say things like this The button, the button green But when I saw you wearing that podcast And kiss room pins that day That Christine, day I knew I knew I had to have one I had to have one 
For a limited time, you can get your own Kiss Room or Pod Kiss buttons free. All we ask is that you pay for the shipping and handling. $3 for one or $5 for two. Purchase via PayPal. Simply email zilchorders at gmail.com. Z-I-L-C-H orders at gmail.com. Please leave your name and address and what kind of buttons you want in the comments when you order. If you don't use PayPal, simply email Christine the Button Queen at zilchorders at gmail.com for all of your cool button needs. You've got to have them. You've got to have them. Thanks, Ken. I'll tell you, so that was great, everybody. That was a fantastic yeah. job on yeah. that. So look, if you want your buttons free this weekend, though, go to the Indie Expo. Look for Eric, Eric Tato Rock's car, Lisa Burgoon, everybody at the Eric car table. And it's going to be out there. Say hello. Obviously, if you go to see any of the guests, you got Eric Singer, Bruce Kulick, and Bob Kulick. If you can get a button into their hands, that would be even better. I'd love to see that. We got the picture of Gene Simmons himself holding both Kiss Room and Podkiss buttons. I want to thank Vin Padulis, Justin Bowski, and John Morris from Rock the Nation PA. Give us a shout-out. Thank you for having us. So, Justin, tell us upcoming dates. Remind everybody where they can find out more. Uh, Best way is Facebook, uh, Rock the Nation PA. Um, Upcoming shows, uh, April 22nd um, at Steeplechase Beer Garden in uh, Brooklyn, New York, Coney Island. Um, Brooklyn. May 13th, the Grape Room and Maniunk section of Philly. Uh, it's a night of tributes. There's a STP, Deep Purple, and Foo Fighters tribute as well. It's also uh, our demon's birthday. Yeah, and, man. Uh, and then yeah. June 3rd um, at the Tavern on Rage in the Roxborough section of Philly. Uh, we're playing the entire night for that one. That's three sets, three full sets. Three sets of Kiss. Yeah, all wow. Kiss. Wow, yeah. fantastic. Uh, over 30 songs right now probably in that set list for that and the Steeple Chase show. So, so everybody's got to find that. Facebook.com slash Rock the Nation PA. Please. Fantastic. Thanks, guys, for coming up. Thank you so Great much to for see having you all. us. Uh, we actually, oh, I, sorry, I didn't realize it could be this many people. We have T-shirts for almost all of you. <laughs> <laughs> whatever. <laughs> so, whatever. <laughs> so thank you very much. We appreciate it. And Vin, I actually met at the September 1st Allentown show. Remember that? I walked right up. You walked right up and said, hey, I know you from the Kiss Room. Yep. Look at that. See, it's the way everybody comes together. I was with him for that. He must have been one of his many beer runs. Look at that. Right. That's, it was near, it was near the beer ta- tables, which was you know very popular that night yeah. in Allentown. So. I even called out of work the next day. Called out. Oh, that was, wasn't that Not a great very show? Like, you know. Yeah, right. you got to go to work. So Rock the Nation, thanks a million. Yeah, Kiss Room yeah, House Band, yeah. anything you want to say? Now, Fran, I know you have a gig that you want to talk about. Yes, uh, June 11th at H- Havana. Havana! It, yes, oh, nice. it's um early show. It starts at 7, so you're able to bring the little ones if you have them. And uh, I'll be bringing mine. So now that is Rock and Roll Over. Yes. So we want to give a shout-out to Jerry Lee Watkins, right? Yes. And, uh, and uh, yeah, so we're... I, look, you're all smiling. Everybody's smiling. All right, good. So everybody's going to go to that. Now, that is the same day I'll be in New York on the New York City Landmark Tour with Peter Chris. So with any luck, I'll get back in time. Bring Peter with you. Me what too. do you think? Yeah. There you go. Yeah, maybe yeah. Peter will show up. Who yeah. knows, right? I'll meet you up there, man. Now, no, Jim, did you hear Diana posted she was listening to the show poolside? So uh, yeah. that was, that's pretty fantastic. Yeah, she is. Um, I just want to, I mean, not to bring everybody down, but uh, our family's grieving because... Um, 
the other night, my uh, daughter's boyfriend, um, he's 23 years old, was killed uh, on his motorcycle coming home from work. Oh, and uh, he, was, he, was like a, he was like a son. He was at every family function, every holiday. Wow. I mean, I love the kid. It's a shame. We're all really hurting. So okay. I just want to ask everybody's prayers for that. And, um, uh, yeah, you know. Uh, then the other thing, I, my band Stone Merch will be playing at um, – <laughs> Not this, yeah, yeah. I gotta bring it back up somebody. Yeah, how do I get out of Definitely quest, right? But um, uh, April 29th, the Frank's American Pub in Downingtown. That's it. You know, now look. Here's the thing, and this is—it's actually funny because that seemed to be ending up kind of as one of the themes of the show. Was when we talked to Dee Dee earlier, and obviously she talked about the loss of Sean. You know, Sean Delaney. But then she played the song, and it was all about family. And when you talk about that, and especially when you lose somebody in your family, how tough it is. And obviously, you're going into a holiday weekend. You miss people, and it's tough. And the thing is, a lot of time with the Kiss Room, look, we band together to only celebrate the good things. You gather around with all your Kiss friends, people that you might pass on the street, you might not even know, but you see them with a Kiss shirt, and that's the way it all draws everybody together. So to the Zagel family, anybody else that knows them, send those prayers out, especially you're heading into a tough weekend. It's obviously a holiday weekend for a lot of people. It chokes you up, especially when you look around the table and there's somebody missing. That's always tough. So prayers to everybody out there that's going to go through anything like that. Um, obviously, it's tough to lose people any time of the year, but especially when you're heading Musicians into a holiday weekend. Again. The Jay Giles just went, the guy from Watergraph. You know, it's tough when the celebrities, when you see free. celebrities, but when you see a young uh, person that you knew, especially, it's tough to do. Um, let's see, we're going to run out of time, but if we could take a call, who's on the line? Did somebody say Casey Kasem? <laughs> Casey! <laughs> Casey, now can you Jimmy tell us, how would you, how would you talk out go. of... The uh, the the sad news of a young man being killed right into a gig. How would you talk that up, Casey? Oh my God! Uh, <laughs> is uh, Don on the phone? Can someone get Don on the phone right now? Every yeah. time I have to come out of yeah. an up tempo number. Yeah. Anyway, that yeah, that's the thing. Ken, how are you? We're almost running out of time. How are you, pal? I know. I, you know, I've been, I've been listening to the show. Hello, everybody. And uh, I'm calling from Podkiss Central, and uh, today we had the button queen. She came and picked up a ton of buttons. Woo! She's, she's kind of like Santa's little elf running around the country giving buttons to people. So if you, if you need to get a hold of them, email her, right, Matt? You know, we played that promo. Everybody wants to get I their button at uh, Christine the Button Queen. So uh, like I said, everybody that's going out to the Indie Expo, I just ordered about, I think, 300 buttons. So we're going to have buttons yeah. at all the events this year coming up, uh, whether you're at uh, Indianapolis Expo, whether you're coming to see Gene Simmons, whether you're going to the New York Kiss Expo. If you find me, I'll, chances are I'll have a button I can give you. So It's going to be great. You know, this is one of those days where it's good to be Ken Mills, but it's even better to be Matt Porter. You know what it's I'm saying? It's always good to be Matt Porter. Ken, That's did, right, buddy. Gene That's right. He gave him the and, Kiss Room button. What did he say? I'm, I'm still waiting for that answer. Well, he said, are, "What the hell is this?" He said, "He said, are these for me?" And I said, "Yes, actually, the shows belong to you too." And he said, "Where's my cut?" Yeah, really. <laughs> that's a podcast, sir. You know, if I get a cease and desist, I'm going to talk to you, Ken. But the uh, did he ask for Matt Schmeckelhead? Yeah, where's Matt Schmeckelhead? <laughs> <laughs> no, but but uh, when, he, when, he, when he signed my lanyard, I said, "Can can you sh- uh, sign the Schmeckel?" <laughs> so you know, and he laughed at that. But uh, it must be it Gentiles really that run that show. They don't make any money. That's right. 
but but it was it was really cool to be at the Gene Simmons show because there were people who recognized me, and even people were coming up to my wife and me, and they'd see Christine, and we right. go, "This is the Button Queen." They go, "Oh my God, it's the Button Queen!" It was so weird. But it just shows you how many people are out there listening to you right now. Well, you know, and that's, I mean, obviously that's one of the things we also talked about. And you talked about it a lot last month. But the Rock and Pod Expo coming up on Saturday, August. And so we've got all summer to plan for this. August 26th at the Music Valley Event Center. It's going to be an event so epic. You and I will meet in person along with, I know, Chris Sinzak's going to be there from the Decibel Geek. we got Joe Polo and Jody Havnot from Podcast Rock City. Too many to name because I'm almost the out of time. The Queen will be there. But here's the thing. If everybody goes to Nashville Rock and N, that's the letter N, NashvilleRockAndPodExpo.com. If you're going to order a ticket anyway, for 30 bucks you get your early admission ticket Plus, you get a Kiss Room button and a podcast button. All the information's oh, wow. right there. I'll share the link. Plus, the main thing, you all want to be there. It's going to be a blast. We're all going to you know, make our way down there Saturday, August 26th. The Nashville Rock and Pod Expo. Oh, yeah. Ken, have a happy oh, Easter. Yeah. Anything else you want to say? Because i got to wrap it up here. Nothing too much. Just love to everybody out there. Uh, be good to one another, and uh, I love you, man. Happy, Thanks, Ken. Happy Passover to you, Gene. Thanks, pal. Oh, wait a second. Oh. Kiss, kiss rocks. Kiss rocks. I love it. <laughs> Thanks, pal. See you. Bye. Chris, anything you want to say? Uh, happy Passover. Happy Passover. Uh, happy Chris, Easter. and happy get up to the mic. Happy, happy Easter, Mike. Hear me. Bobby Dre, you want to say anything? Just ready to rock M3. Metallica. M3 Red coming up, so we got that. Now I'll miss that, but. Look, I just want to thank you all for being here. It was fantastic. Obviously, we had a great time. We'll be back next month in May. Now, here's the thing. When we come back in next month, we are going to celebrate the end of five full years of the Kiss Room. Think about that. June will be the start of the sixth year of the Kiss Room. Believe that. So, I really want to thank everybody that's part of it, everybody that really takes the time to share the link, to listen, obviously, that talks about it, listens to it on the download. We'll be getting tons of downloads. I really want to thank every one of you that came in today. This was always the biggest party that we can find here on a Friday, here on Monco Radio. I want you to tune in tomorrow for the Monco Radio alumni broadcast. And, of course, stay tuned to Monco Radio. we got Noise in the Attic coming up next that sounds great. I almost hate to go, but we got to go because they're on at five. I'm going to roll my credits. Give the last word to Ken Mills. Thanks, everybody. You're in the Kiss Room on Monco Radio where music and minds meet. Check out these ads from the following shows. We are proud to call them the friends of the Podkiss Network. We are one. We're a scene, man. That's right, Kiss Army. We're having a rock and roll party, and you are invited. Tune into the Strange Ways Kiss Podcast and hang out with your Kiss Army brothers, Jody Habnock, Clinton Harris, and D Rock. Join us where we celebrate and discuss the gods of thunder. That's Strange Ways Kiss Podcast. You can find us on Facebook or Podomatic.com. We'll see you there. Podcast Rock City. What's up, everybody? This is Joe from Podcast Rock City, where every week, me and my crew will bring you the KISS news of the week. Look at us as kind of a KISS version of Meet the Press. 
your source for KISS news every week. We're on iTunes, Podomatic, Twitter, and Facebook. All right, KISS Army. Since 2007, you've been getting podcast the KISS audio fanzine for your ears. That's right, it's your podcast. Every month, the podcast crew, along with the KISS room, brings you KISS talk like no one else, whether it be roundtables, interviews with the band past and present, analysis, and great KISS fun. Hi, this is Ace Frehley, and you're listening to Podkiss. Hi, this is Bruce Kulick, and you're listening to Podkiss. The Podkiss, the KISS audio fanzine for your ears. History Science Theater, the most civilized. Yeah. Oh, f- <laughs> oh, f- <laughs> come on. Respectful. Just imagine Gene with like, like a with like a washtub And serious. No wait. Excuse me, Bob. You're gonna come over and do my album. <laughs> Kiss podcast on the web. History Science Theater. We bust balls because we can. Hey everybody, I'm Aaron. And I'm Chris. And we're from the Decibel Geek Podcast. And if you love this... Then you'll love us. That's right. Brand new episode every single Monday. You can find us on iTunes and at DecibelGeek.com. And the best thing is, it's rock and roll and it's always free. Hey, I'm Dr. F***. And I'm the Ayatollah of Alcohola. And we are from the Rock and Metal Combat Podcast. If you want to check out some crazy, uncensored, unbiased, totally nuts reviews of classic hard rock and heavy metal albums, check us out. You can get us on Podbean and iTunes. New episodes every Sunday. How do I get a backstage pass? Yeah, you're listening to Harold. Grab your hairspray and your sister's makeup and try to fit in those spandex again. Join me, Bobby Dreyer, along with Matt Porter, every second Friday of each month from 1 to 3, right before the Kiss Room, on Mako Radio, where music and minds meet. <laughs> One hell of an audience tonight. Why don't you give yourselves a round of applause? i tell you something. You know, a lot of bands like to brag about their fans. Now, naturally, you better believe we brag about you, but we want you to know something. We want you to know, we know that you are our fans, but don't you ever forget, we are your fans! We love you! Thank you for listening to The Kiss Room. Stay tuned to Montco Radio. last minute crazy things you want to say to conform with expectations no 
but I will say something to anybody out there that's, you know, the weird guy or the weird girl that always has the weird things that they do that their friends put them down for. Don't think it's so weird. Maybe someday somebody will let you give you the chance to make a living out of it. You just stick to it. You'd be weird.